Simple China wins. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Welcome to the jungle, and that is the president who, by the way, gets around in Air Force One. <laughs> As he pointed out last night. And that was that great. That was brilliant, man. Uh, solid gold, man. That was <laughs> a hit. There, he's got a crowd that loves him. He's standing, uh-huh. he's standing outside the plane. He's like, yeah, they, right. I mean, par- he's like, yeah, they said I couldn't make it. All those people on the stage. And, oh, is that Air Force One behind me? But, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Look at that. The- the president of the United States made me laugh out loud last night, man. Uh, oh, he does that all the time. He does that all the time. Funny so, yeah, yeah, he, says, he looks back there and goes, Is that Air Force One? By golly, it's Air Force One back there. Look at that. How did that get there? Oh, I must have won the election, you know? Yeah. Wow. It was. Um, it's a classic moment, and it, you know what? The, it looked really good. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. You can see them on his Twitter account. There's, I don't know how many thousands of people, a sea of people. Uh, and then him on the stage, and right behind him, there it was, <laughs> Air Force. And they light it up, too. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's sitting in the dark, man. They, they bring out the spotlights. They just, it's brilliant. Think fire. about it, though, because he couldn't really have, you know, their, everybody's great. giving him crap about having the indoor rallies and stuff. So he just pulls the plane up, walks out. down the stairs, and yes. gets on the stage, and there's as many people as can fit in front of him. It's great. It's yeah, brilliant. It is. You know? It truly is. Meanwhile, on the other channel, uh, the CNN uh, commercial for Joe Biden, and I, really seriously, the F- FEC, they need, that was Federal Election Commission, they need to put that down as an in-kind because that was a broadcast for uh, Joe Biden last night. It was a com- it was a 72-minute Biden for President commercial. Andy Cooper's a oh, – gosh, I almost said a butt kisser. I won't say that. He's He, he really <laughs> – well, I won't say that. That's not right. But he he really was, uh, you know, close to uh, Biden. And I want to point out one thing before you tell me what you think. I want to point out one thing. Um, this whole social distancing stuff is a lie as far as they're concerned. Because right. last night they go to commercial, and we've seen this from the people who are in the in the uh, media room at the white house they wear their masks and they scream at donald trump for not wearing one and the minute they think the cameras are off but they're actually on a wide shot they get up and they take their masks off and they talk to each other face to face i know so last night last night they go to the wide shot joe is thinking i don't know what but joe i guess is thinking you know it's time for a break and so the cameras aren't on he walks over to andy cooper andy cooper walks to him they join yeah. each other right there face to face and joe leans over and whispers in andy's ear there's no six feet there so all i can surmise from that is they ain't believe in this six foot stuff they're not well I, you know i've been saying that for a while that you look at the people who are the biggest proponents of the masks and the social distancing and when they think nobody's watching they are not doing it i'm talking the cuomo brothers pelosi uh uh several i know there's been several governors and mayors we've seen do this over the year over the past six months so you know i mean how, how do you expect people to take you seriously about what you're claiming they need to do even admonishing them to a certain extent uh, about what awful human beings they are if they don't do it but yet behind the scenes they're not they're not bothering they they as soon as they think they're not being watched it's over they they don't worry about it 
What is that supposed to tell you, man? Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, how, how else do you describe? How else do you, you know, uh, get around that? So I, I don't. You know, it was the, the the Biden thing yesterday was just really, man. I you know, and I'm not being a jerk. I'm not being a hack. It to me, it was very disturbing. Um, he, he was Sad. barely making any sense at all. Sad. I mean, beyond the questions that were very, you know, you know, soft and not meant to be very difficult, um, with, with Andy Cooper actually prompting him through the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I said this to my wife, and I said, I'm going to say this on the air tomorrow. My, my mom is going to be 88 years of age uh, in about a month. Um, she's been through a lot in the past couple of years, more than most people should. And I, she wants to be independent. She's, she doesn't want to go live someplace, quote unquote. And so I have to watch her. I'm like always kind of gauging where she is. And she's sharp. We had a bunch of stuff to deal with this past week that required my mom to hop on the phone and give out information. And she did great. Okay. So I'm watching Joe Biden last night and I'm realizing my 88 year old mom, in a sense, is sharper than he is. Yeah, he's it is sad too because he's being used. He is. Yeah, it's 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 sad because he's being used by the people uh, on the left who are putting him up as as nothing more than a prop. I mean, this is nothing more than a way for Obama and AOC, who can't run for president because of her age, and the other far leftists to actually run this country. And it's a sad situation because he clearly doesn't have what he needs cognitively to do this, much less run the country. I mean, when you think about it, Sean, if if somehow they do cheat this, and I believe they will try to cheat it, if they do cheat this, and he makes it in, into the White House, there's no way he can sit across the table from Putin or from Xi or any... He can't sit across the table from anybody right now. And this is not picking on him for, for having dementia. It's not his fault that he has dementia. But he very clearly has dementia, and he's very clearly too old to be president of the United States. He's past that time. That ship has sailed. And they're just going to... I mean... It, if he wins, as they try to cheat this thing, we're going to have some serious troubles in this country. Serious. Well, and again, that's kind of what I kept what came away from last night. It's like he's not making any sense at all. He's really not. His thoughts are jumbled. He's dropping thoughts mid sentence, and he, he's in something into something else. He's rambling. It, it to me again, there was absolutely nothing funny about it last night. It was nothing really, really, really disturbing. You know that they're going through with this and pushing them out yeah. there, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, again, <sighs> I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I've never well, seen so, a party running a guy on. who was very obviously incapacitated to do the job. It's right there in front of you. And as it's been going on, I have blamed primarily his wife because your spouse is supposed to have your back over and above anybody else. And if anybody could pull the plug on this, Jill Biden could. She could stand up and say, no, we're not doing this. You're not going to humiliate my husband in this way, regardless of what he's got to say. She could pull the plug on it. So I 
primarily I lay a lot of blame on her, but I also lay a lot of blame on the users, which Obama is a user par excellence. That's what he does. He uses people and always right. has in his political career. Uh, him, both Obamas, as a matter of fact, Valerie Jarrett, who's behind the scenes pulling a lot of strings and all this, they're all a bunch of users who are using Joe Biden at this point, and Joe Biden doesn't even know it. That's the thing yeah. about it, man. He doesn't even know what day it is, and that's not making fun of him. He doesn't. So he doesn't know that he's being used the way he is being used, and shame on all those people for doing that to him. Shame on them. Yeah, you know, and, and they're they're playing on the fact that he has always wanted to be that's in there, but he you know, they're, 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 this isn't about Joe Biden at this point. No, sir. That was the other that was the other, you know, stark realization I had last night in, in that this has nothing to do with him at this point. Uh uh-uh. no. he's just the face of it. They're just hoping he can survive. You right. know, they're 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 they don't have any intention of this guy doing anything official once he becomes president. And that in and of itself is disturbing, because yeah, then you sure. have to ask, well, who is going to be pulling the strings? Who is going to be making the decisions? Is this going to be a party thing? Or is the party and in, 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 by committee going to be running everything? And Valerie Obama, Jarrett, you know, Valerie, Valerie Jarrett. Jarrett. I mean, they're the, they're the one. <laughs> I've just yep. never seen anything as sad as what I saw last night. And then you go from that directly to Trump. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. it would be cruel to put him on stage with Donald Trump. And they're going to on yes, September 20th, unless they can cheat that. All right, a uh, quick break here. More Warren Rhyme on the other side. And a shout-out to the ladies over at Church Christian Academy this morning. They are R-E-D this morning. Are you R-E-D? I put a picture up on my Facebook page, R-E-D, every Friday, and I hope you're doing that. All right, BG at BGFindashop.com. Those are the products to be using in your vehicle every time. Don't drive another mile without BG in your engine, in your crankcase, the BG products. It won't be long before it's going to be cold around here. And at night, all of your oil settles in the bottom of the engine. It's called gravity, right? And when you start your engine about this time in the morning, it takes a little while for that stuff to circulate. And during the winter, it becomes, I won't say molasses, but it thickens up down to the bottom of your engine. It takes even longer to circulate, unless you got BG. And a BG product, it binds itself to the cylinder walls and to the pistons and to the rings, and you're never metal to metal. That's protecting your engine. In fact, that's maximum protection for your engine, no matter what it is you drive. Big car, big truck, whatever. They've got it all at BGFindAShop.com. BGFindAShop.com. Well, it's 716, AccuWeather forecast today, intervals of clouds and sunshine, a thunderstorm at a few spots this afternoon, 89, and then it clears out, and boo, baby, it's going to be nice. Clear tonight, tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant, less humid, 87. Sunday, breezy, pleasant, plenty of sunshine, 85. We do have tropical depression number 22 that could be Willard before it's all over with today or tomorrow. Could bring us some rain beginning of next week. We'll just have to wait and see how close he gets to us and uh, how much rain he just might bring. But right now, we've got a beautiful weekend on... San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The task force meetings are evidence and science-based. They're almost geeky in the way they're conducted, with Dr. Burks going through all the data, then Dr. Fauci. It's clearly a science-based, evidence-based uh, process. Yeah, but according to Joe Biden, everybody would be alive if Donald Trump wasn't the president. Oh, man. Because he's the president, everybody's dead. Uh, we'll play that for you in a second so you can hear that. 
<laughs> it's uh, 720. It's <laughs> Warren Rima on KTSA. A couple of, you, you said he, he had you crack it up last night. He was talking about uh, also the salon owner that Nancy ran out of business when she <laughs> right, got right. her haircut. And he said, you know, I, I, we love her. Uh, she could do my hair anytime. I think I'm going to call her. Uh, may, maybe you can do something. Make you, maybe you can improve it. But but my hair's not bad, actually. So maybe, you know, but maybe you can do that something. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut my hair. Here's I mean, he, you know, again, he, he, he talks to the American people into a crowd in front of him as if it's just one person sitting across the table from him. Or, you know, that was Reagan. so personable. You know, he's so comfortable talking with That's the American Reagan. people. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, good point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a one-on-one conversation. He, It's yep. obvious he loves this country. He loves the people of this country. And, yep. you know, it, and he, it, it, Reagan was funny, but Trump is hilarious. I Like I said, I've never watched a U.S. president who was so damn funny sometimes, I act, he actually makes me laugh. And well, why shouldn't the president be able to? What's wrong with that? You know, I'm sure that's not presidential. But what's wrong with that? With the president being funny? Because uh, I tell you the, what, right now we need a few laughs. <laughs> oh sure, the one-on-one is the is the key, right? Because yeah. that's what th- that that connection, and that's what Reagan did well. FDR did it with his fireside chats. Right. Even even uh, JFK was really good at making you seem like you were having just a conversation. I'll never forget that Catholic speech he gave in Houston. And the room was full and the television cameras were rolling but it was like JFK was talking right to me when he was talking about the Catholic thing. And I just thought, you know, that's the key right there. Obama never figured that out. Obama was all about, you people! You people? You you know, you people out well, there, you, yeah. know, you, you love the prophet. The, the future doesn't belong to those who don't love the prophet. you got to love, you know. And I, I just, you know, it's a totally different atmosphere right now. Totally different. Well, it's it's a different style of leadership. You know, it, one, the Obama-esque style of leadership is you're, uh, you're my drone, you're my minion, you are a child, uh, you need guidance, uh, I'm. I. You need, you need to let me make all the decisions for you. It's a very arrogant style of leadership that looks down and snoot at the people that uh, are, are that they're dealing with. Whereas Trump is the opposite. Uh, yeah, Trump for sure. loves the American people. He sees himself as working for them, and he treats them as such, and he treats us as such. It's a, a two completely different styles of leadership. You you see that all over. Pelosi's the same way. Uh, Schumer, all of them, they all have that attitude, that arrogance, that we know what's best for the American people, and they need to just shut up and sit down and do what we tell them to do. Whereas Trump hangs out with the American people like he's his, I'm your best friend. <laughs> We're just hanging out, man. Right. Look at all these weirdos over here. You know, I mean, it, it's it is brilliant, and and it's a style of leadership that comes from somebody who has, in a sense, governed people his whole professional life as a business owner. You know, sure. He knows yeah, how to come treat from a, people. He's got the experience. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's take some phone calls. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Chris, do you have the piece um, where Joe Biden accused President Trump of murder last night? Do we have that? Okay. This was a this was a defining moment of this seventy uh, two minute Joe Biden for President commercial. And if the FEC doesn't charge CNN for an in kind uh, contribution, then there's no justice because it was a commercial for Joe Biden last night. Of the 16 people he took questions from last night, 13 were avowed Democrat Joe Biden supporters. The others were on the fence. 
the only Trump supporter who stood up that was, you know, like, I'm supporting Trump, I'm a farmer, and Joe Biden said, well, how do you feel about your vote now, huh, to Jessica? How do right. you feel about your vote now? <laughs> That's yeah. great. But, well, you know, so here, here he was uh, talking about the pandemic last night, and then we'll take some calls to see what people think. Go ahead. If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. Ugh. All the people, I'm not making this up, just look at the data. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> now, first of all, first of all, Sean, when somebody says to you, I ain't lying, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie, man, then they're lying, okay? That's the first thing. Pretty much. Because you should never have to say that. <laughs> why, why, why would you ever have to say that? The only reason you would ever have to say that is because either A, you lie, or in Joe Biden's case, when he said, I'm not making this up, it's because he makes stuff up. And he's trying to tell you, I'm not making this up. I'm not making it yeah, up. Yeah, you are, I'm not Joe. making it up. You're yeah, you are. You're making it up. Because we actually have the evidence. When President Trump first heard about this from the CDC yeah. and Robert Redfield, he formed the Coronavirus Task Force. He, he closed travel into the country. He said, we can't have uh, people coming here from China. He put into place some very strict measures, and they got to work building the PPE and the ventilators and all that. While the Democrats said Trump is a racist, Trump is a xenophobe, and Trump is overreacting. We have them saying that. First one on the tape here is Andy Cuomo. The second one on the tape is Nancy Pelosi saying Chinatown's open. Third one on the tape is uh, who I, I, a guy I think is a, a propagandist for the Democrat Party, Andy Cooper from CNN. And the fourth one is Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York. All of them, Chris, can we play that tape? All of them saying, hey, look, you know, we're open. The president already closed down travel from China and had already gotten to work on things. Mm. And the Democrats felt like he was a racist and a xenophobe, so they took to the airwaves and said this. What happened in other countries versus what happened here, uh, we don't even think it's going to be as bad as it was in other countries. Come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. Half of the people in America do not get a flu shot, and the flu right now is far deadlier. So if you're freaked out at all about the coronavirus, you should be more concerned about the flu and for the vast majority of new yorkers life is going on pretty normally right now and we want to encourage that wow so who killed people who killed people <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous who They're killed ridiculous people? human beings you know again it, I, I guess they figure people are so stupid they won't remember you know or won't look it up or i, I don't know but it's it's astounding to watch the hypocrisy i, I said yesterday if donald trump were uh Pro mask and had been, you know, completely pro mask since day one. Get those masks on. I'm working on a, you know, federal mandate. They would have been anti mask from the from, correct from that point forward. They'd still be anti mask if you were talking that correct. Way. It doesn't matter yep. what the reality is. It's just always got to be the opposite of what Trump is saying and doing. <laughs> you know, as long as it's that, then you can criticize him. I mean, I, I heard Biden say that last night. I'm like, oh, stop! <laughs> Are you? We don't even. First off, you know, and and we're seeing this thing out of Nashville. I know we got the bars closed here. Uh, you know. Uh, don't have the kitchen as you were pointing out. We don't even know what the real numbers are at this point. We really, really don't. You know, I mean, we we, we from city to city, state to state. Who knows? But the idea that Donald Trump killed every single one of them by not doing something 
that they think he should have done. When, but he again, was. as you just pointed out at the time, they were all saying the exact opposite. You know, and he they, was doing pathetic things. at this point. He was building ventilators. He yep. was shutting down travel into the country. He had all kinds of things that he was doing, and they were the ones out there saying, come out to the parties, get out of the streets, right. have a good time, carry on with your life. Ugh. Because, you know, so if, if Joe Biden is saying that Donald Trump killed people, then he needs to say the same thing about Andy Cuomo, Nancy Pelosi, Andy Cooper, and, of course, Bill de Blasio. Back in a minute, more wearing Rhyme on the other side. If you're looking to sell a car or a truck, the easiest way to get that done, the quickest way to get that done, the way to get that done without having to take all the pictures and meet with all the people you don't know and do all those things and jump through hoops, is to log on to car. Carzeus.com, C-A-R-Z-E-U-S.com. Carzeus.com will make an offer on your vehicle right now. And then you can decide whether or not you want to accept that offer, but you will because it's the easiest way to sell your vehicle. so easy. You just log on, fill out the form. Uh, they send you back an offer, and you go, okay. And then they send you a check, and you you know turn in a vehicle. And, the, and and even if you're upside down on it, that doesn't matter. You can still owe money on it. Or you can be upside down or whatever. They'll take care of all that, too, at Car Zeus. Man, this is amazing. I'm glad they came along. I love it when somebody comes up with a great idea, and they're executing that great idea to help people out that's what carzeus.com is doing so if you have a car or truck that you need to sell and you want to sell it right now for a good price too then get in touch with them today at car your voice your vote news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 he muzzled public health experts he called it all kinds of names to because he could because he can't he can't push xenophobia enough. So I don't know how you feel about it, but I can't listen to that voice for four more years. I will find uh, a bridge and ride the motorcycle off. I'm telling you, if I got to listen to that for four years, it'd be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, not gonna listen to that for four years. Um, he can't push uh, xenophobia enough. <laughs> Yeah. Brilliant. What an idiot. She's an yeah. idiot. Uh, look, I, 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 I want to talk about her for just a second before we talk about the governor. Because um, <clears throat> she and Governor Newsom went out and oh. trespassed on some property. And it was a burned down house. And the woman who owned the house said, you're, Get off my property. You're trespassing on my property. I can't even go to it. So right. th- she couldn't. The, the woman who owned the, the burned down house in California can't even go to her own house. And she tweeted to Kamala and, and uh, Gavin Newsom, Get off my property. That's my house. You're trespassing on my house, which I thought was cool of her to do. Yeah. Um, but we talk about the hypocrisy out there and the hypocrisy in the media. When it comes to Kamala, when she was out there walking on the burned-down houses, she was wearing those Timberland boots, those stylish right. boots. Yes. And the media were fawning. The media was like, look how stylish and how beautiful those boots are and how awesome she looks in those boots. And she got rid of the Converse in the vans so that she could wear those beautiful boots. Those, that, she just looks fantastic. They were all fawning on her. And, Sean, I looked it up, and I went back to when Melania couple of years ago wore those very same boots and they trashed her they the same media people oh my god those look horrible who does she think she is wearing boots like that what is she some country you know bumpkin hick hick or whatever so right yeah. they're, they're such hypocrites man yeah they're I mean, yes. you guys they're, you guys are really pathetic right now i'm just gonna say that. <laughs> if you a democrat true, man. Don't you feel pathetic right now that these are your people? And the Democrat these, media. The, people, the, the, the Democratic media. Aren't you yeah. embarrassed by some of this? You no, know, I, I mean, I, I guess that's why when they call up, they can't stop talking, because if they stop talking, then 
think for a brief moment they'd realize how embarrassed that they should be by their own party. I mean, these people are shameless, man. Shameless. Well, let's uh, let's take a call or two at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Governor said seventy five percent. So if you're in retail stores, restaurants, office buildings, now you can go from fifty percent to seventy five percent. And hospitals, with the exception of the Rio Grande Valley, Laredo, and Victoria, can go ahead and do their elective surgeries again. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. A couple of things that I think are just nuts one thing and i'm not a bar hopper so you know to me personally this is not going to have an effect on whether or not you know for me personally but i've never agreed with the 51 percent rule which is a a rule for those of us who are ltc whether we can carry a gun in a a location establishment that 51 percent of the profits come from alcohol so that has now and that should be done away with because it's been proven that guys don't go into those places and start shooting them up you know oh well you know (laughs) it's wild wild west time it doesn't happen but second of all, those who are not who are fifty one percent have been excluded from opening up. And Sean, it's just wrong. When a restaurant that has a bar, right, the long piece of wood that guys sit in high chairs and drink at in a restaurant, uh, can do it because they have a kitchen, and the only difference is they have a kitchen and the other place doesn't have a kitchen, that's just wrong. Governor Abbott's making a huge mistake here. He's getting this one wrong, and he needs to go ahead and say you know, if he wants to hold it to 75%, I think 100% is fine, but if he wants to open up at 75%, then do it across the board. That's my own opinion. Well, yeah, look at what's coming out of Nashville with the mayor out there, you know, and uh, they've been cooking the books on uh, how many cases are linked to open bars. You know, it's dramatically less than what they were saying, so why wouldn't that be true here? I, I, I don't understand the distinction. I don't know what the damn kitchen, how that makes a difference. You know, a bar is a bar is a bar. You know, the, the people's people are watching their livelihoods, their dreams dry up and blow away in the wind over a right. distinction that doesn't make any sense at all, man. We got a buddy down the street, uh, my wife went to high school with, that can't open his place. It's our, it's our local bar. We've been going there for eight years, and he can't go there. It's all closed up, and he's losing money, and his employees are gone, and, and it's just, it's sad. It's yeah. you know, and again, over, I I, I don't really get the the distinction or what the argument is. Supporting that distinction, what, what is it? What, what is the kitchen? What, what kind of a difference does that make? You it know, doesn't. if you have a kitchen, I mean, he's got a little kitchen in his bar, I think. I think, but how does that either cause more or less people to get the COVID? I, I don't get it. It doesn't I don't at, get all. It at all. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Uh, uh, line one and John, you're on KTSA with Warren Rima. Go ahead, John. Hey, gentlemen, I'm just curious, because after what happened in Nashville, I'm just stunned that no reporters of any notoriety have asked the governor for evidence that right. transition increases right. in bars. Yeah, just and the same thing locally. I, I, I've never heard it. Yeah, thank you, John. We we need to touch on this real quick here before the break, because there are people that are just now tuning in that aren't familiar with the Nashville story. But essentially, they actually have media people up there who dug into this and found out that there's been some emails supposedly going around between city council members and possibly even the mayor up there. And they found out that the numbers of those being infected at bars and restaurants was super low. And according to these emails that the Fox affiliate up there found, they were ta- the city council and the mayors, I guess, were talking about how, well, don't don't let that out. You know, you can't talk about how low the numbers are because then we'd have to open them up, and we don't want to open them up. we got to keep them closed down. 
So if people actually found out the truth that the bars and restaurants aren't super spreaders, then we'd have to open up, and we don't want to have to do that. I'm not saying that happened here. I don't know if it happened here or not. I had people, somebody asked me that this morning. Did that happen here? And I, I, I have no Wouldn't idea. I know they me. rinky-dinked over there with the board. <laughs> I know. Right. I know the, the, the board thing, they, they messed yeah. around with the board to highlight stuff they wanted highlighted and, and to downplay stuff they wanted to downplay. But I have no evidence that that happened here, but we know it did in Nashville. And if it happened in Nashville, you know it had to, had to happen in other cities, too. You know oh, it. Oh, yeah. Did. It's not a one-off. It's got to yeah. be uh, in other places. I wouldn't surprise me at all if Nuremberg were and, and the city council were doing the same damn thing here. We don't know. We have no evidence of that. But yeah, we, we do that. know in, in different situations they have tried to add to those numbers with people who are probable cases. Uh, Correct. Know, so it's not like it would be... Uh, out of the realm of belief that they would do it. Uh, I again, this is where I say every day we don't know. We don't, we have no idea what the real numbers are in this thing. We really, really don't. Okay, there's two things going on right now, in my opinion. A, America is under attack. B, okay, we've been had on this pandemic to a certain extent, and those are my beliefs. Those are my opinions. You know, but uh, I. I Increasingly, that's where my mind goes, and uh, and a lot of folks don't like to hear it. But what it's the the evidence uh, on on the on the on the numbers is right in front of you. I mean, you, how many examples trade have we talked about over the past few weeks? Yeah, where this town or this hospital was saying people who tested negative were positive, where this person's death certificate said they were positive and they weren't. You know, I mean, how many examples of that have we seen? Well, we've seen lots. <laughs> Or they coded people. They coded people who died with COVID as dying from COVID, yes. and there's a big difference between those two. All right, a quick break. We'll be back with uh, Mark and Tony, and your call to two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five Freeform Friday with Warren Rima at BG Products. You can get them installed at your favorite oil change place wherever you have the car truck service. Then next time you uh, have it serviced, just ask them to do the BG service. Now there's a couple of things they could do for you. They could protect the inside of the engine with an additive that goes in the oil and the crankcase, and it keeps you from being metal to metal okay and that's going to save you from wear and tear and heat and friction and all those bad things can happen inside the engine the other thing they could do is clean out the fuel system all right they've got the 44k cleans the injectors it cleans the valves they get all that black uh, gunk on them uh, it does a great job of cleaning out the fuel system for your vehicle so it's running more efficiently do the best to protect your vehicle whatever it is you drive big or small car or truck they'll take care of you over at bg at bg at the south texas maze no time before has there been a clearer choice between two parties. 752, line one is Mark. You're on KTSA with Warren Rima. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey. You bet. Yeah, I'm just curious. I know everything's about narrative these days. Where, where's the narrative about Sturgis? What, what happened with Sturgis and the Tulsa rally? Have we got the numbers back from that yet? Well, what they did was they came back and they said, uh, there were a few that started to say, well, now we've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds that uh, contracted it at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. And then people started to ask them probing questions about, yeah, how did you do contact tasting? What are you talking about? Well, we really didn't uh, do the contract t- uh, tracing. We, we just figured, we did, a, we did an extrapolation. And we just kind of figured that, it, you know, based on the averages of how many people get it, 
We just figured an average of it would be like thousands uh, of people that would get it. So th- this is just an average of what we think happened. So, no, they don't have a narrative. They're, they're making stuff up, man. As we've said many times, thank you for the <laughs> call. Are. Appreciate it. But they're just making stuff up. They're just pulling stuff out of their butts, man. They really just are. It's Make weird, it and it's a pandemic. You know, it's like some people need to know what the actual information is. But one you know, thing I, about Sturgis, yeah. one thing about Sturgis, Sean, the the guys that I know, and I don't know any person that went up there, I'm talking about guys that I know online and stuff like that because I'm in motorcycle groups. Right. They said, you know what, if I get it, I get it. I'm, I'm, right. I, but it's much better than sitting home on my big fat butt. I, I'd much rather be out living my life. That's what they said. And other people can make the other choices if they want, you know? Well, you know what? Decide what, for yourself. But, but what worries me, and I, I was talking about this yesterday, okay, that, you, you know, somebody had mentioned, well, if this was a weaponized virus that the Chinese intentionally released, uh, a caller said, well, isn't it possible they'd have another, uh, maybe a more stronger one? You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is all conjecture. But one of the things the social distancing and the mask wearing has done is, and you've been talking about this since day one, is it has weakened our herd immunity. Uh, we, that's how we fight stuff. And, and what I get worried about, I mean, uh, Sturgis, yeah, you're right. If you want to go do something, you should just go do it, and it's your choice to do it, you know, because I'm that same way. I'd rather be living my life than hiding, not trying not to catch a virus. You know, I really would. But there also is a biological medical reason why we need to get back to normal life, and that's we need the herd immunity. Because what if another virus and a stronger version does come along and we've all spent a year, six months, or eight months in our homes not interacting with each other, not strengthening our immune systems through each other? You know, isn't it going to be worse? So, I, you know, I, I, again, I, I, I despise the fact that this has been politicized because it is a biological reality that people need to know the actual information on, not propaganda, not hype. You know, the mask thing now has become a political litmus test. <laughs> if you're if you're pro-mask, you're obviously bo- voting for Joe Biden. If you're anti-mask, you're a Trumper. That's ridiculous. Okay, people should be wearing the damn masks based on medical information that is reliable and not inflated or made up. You know, it, it, this whole thing. I I really I, I don't. Th- there's very little information at this point that I trust at all. And I'm not a conspiracy Meanwhile. theorist. No. But meanwhile, the House passed a resolution yesterday condemning anti-Asian discrimination relating to coronavirus. The House passed a resolution yesterday condemning all forms of anti-Asian sentiment in relation to COVID-19, a 243 to 164 vote. They did it here in San Antonio. The measure came amid uh, Democratic lawmakers repeatedly blasting President Trump for referring to coronavirus as the Chinese virus, Chinese virus, Chinese virus, Chinese virus. Uh, alleging the rhetoric has led to the influx of discrimination against Asian Americans. It has not. It has not. It has not. And the measure, spearheaded by Representative Grace Meng, from uh, Democrat from New York, highlighted the World Health Organization, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, have stated that connecting the name of the virus to a geographic location where it originated perpetuates a stigma. Ah. Well, it started there, guys. <laughs> That's where it started. We're talking facts. Don't don't try to you know what they're doing they're trying to kill political speech and free speech in this country that's what they're well, trying they to are. do and they say this somebody in here in this article says they're trying to put teeth to it so they can come after you and I and Limbaugh and people who are saying right. it started in China right. that's where it started and try to bring us down so that's good exactly luck. right <laughs> 
Where and Ryan will continue after Liz and the Lose next, KTSA. A police officer, that's a hate crime, should be that way. We should have those laws on the books. Absolutely. Absolutely. we got to reestablish the blue line, man. We have to. And didn't we call it on this show that the more people come to realize how bad these riots are and how bad this violence is and how it's spreading out to the suburbs and, like, uh, we pointed you know, pointed out they're going to people's houses now, that support for this would drop like a rocket it has because nobody wants this in their own neighborhood. Nobody wants to live there. Well done, Democrats. <laughs> you know, you, you, yep. And whoever is supporting this, Good. you know. Right. You're, you're just reelecting Donald Trump. I mean, unless they yeah. cheat, which they're obviously going to do. But, you know, it's craziness. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants anarchy and violence in the streets. Nobody, you know, I mean, I, I can't even believe no, a, a Democrat with a soul would want that. Now, you talk about cheating. Uh, in Pennsylvania yesterday, the highest court gave the Democrat Party a series of victories yesterday, including one that allows repairs to glitches in gray areas in the battleground state's fledgling mail-in voting law, and another that kicked the Green Party presidential candidate off the November ballot. <laughs> so basically... What the five to two Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, which five to two Democrat majority, granted the Democrat Party's request to order a three day extension of Pennsylvania's election day deadline to count the mail in. Did I tell you it's not going to be open? It's not going to be over November third. It's going to no. continue. And no. in Pennsylvania, they're rinkadinking up there to cheat. And so right. the Democrat Supreme Court in Pennsylvania yesterday said, yes, you can have all time in the world, up to three days or longer, to count the mail-in ballots. And by the way, the Green Party candidate, who would be taking votes from Joe Biden, the Green Party candidate cannot participate. They're off the ballot. <laughs> of course. Cheat. Cheaters. 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 Uh, You're cheating Trump's the election. Trump said, we may never know the exact results of this election. He said that recently, just in the past, I think he said that last night. Yesterday, too. they're going to yeah, well, yesterday. yesterday. They're, they're going to cheat. They're, they're, we're never going to know exactly how this election goes. It's already begun, you know. Uh, and and uh, I tell you, man, if if they if they first off, you're right, and I'm starting to wake up to this that we ain't going to know nothing on election night. Nope. Oh my God, you thought 2000 was bad, man. This is this is going to grind on, and you know it because that's what they want. And you you think there's trouble now, man? You you wait till uh, they try to uh, cheat through this election and how people respond to that. Well, they're going to try. Of having, on top of having lived through six, seven, eight months of pandemic and violence in the streets, and then you try to cheat a major election with against Trump, against the guy standing in front of Air Force One last night. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I Barr's, Bill Barr, who is now one of my absolute favorite people, has said it. You know, you're playing with fire, man. You are playing with fire, and he's absolutely right. Well, Hawkfish said it quite some time ago. That's that group that was funded by Michael Bloomberg, mm. and they work for the Democrats, saying we are sounding an alarm and saying this is a very real possibility. The data is going to show on election night an incredible victory for Donald Trump. The whole country is going to go red, but you can't count that. And even Mark Zuckerberg, data, data from Star Wars, Star Trek, <laughs> says, uh, look, uh, we're not going to allow Donald Trump to claim victory no matter what the map looks like. We're not going to allow the television stations and networks to declare victory. 
victory for Donald Trump right. because we still have all this counting to do. And the only reason they're going to count is so they can go, okay, now in Pennsylvania we need X number of votes, in Florida we need X number of votes, in Ohio we need X number of votes. And miraculous, Sean, miraculously, just like Box 13 here in Texas in the 1960s, miraculously those votes are going to appear. Look at that. Look how Biden is doing here a month later. Look at all that. Wow. We're six weeks into it and he's kicking butt. Watch. Uh, look, I believe you. It, it, it depresses me because it means we're not going to have anything resolved on election night. And uh, I, 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 I ask this a lot, and I rarely get a call on it. Maybe we will today. But if seriously, if okay. you're a Democrat, you know, and you're watching what's going on, do you feel good about any of this? <laughs> I mean, seriously, do do you? Is it so focused, hyper focused on just getting rid of Donald Trump? That yes. you, whoever you are, as a Democrat, are fine with the idea that there may yes. be uh, a, an attempt to cheat the vote, that yes. you're running a guy who obviously has some kind of a mental condition going on right yes. now. Are, do you feel okay with this? You know, I, I, yes. I, I can't believe every single Democrat does. I, I, have to, I actually believe a lot are going over to Trump secretly. They're not the people that call this show. But they're out there, because I cannot believe everybody's on board with what's going on right now uh, oh you know, i i, I can really... believe that they're, they're sold out <sighs> because they are rabid anti-trump gotta get rid of orange man and they right. are rabid about it. i have yet to meet a democrat who has the common sense enough to look at this deal look at the situation see how it's playing out look at the uh dementia that has set in on joe biden look at his face and see how he's lost he didn't know he was on that stage last night. And that's not making fun of him. I feel sorry for him, actually. He's being yeah. used and abused. This is elder abuse. It really is. It's elder abuse with them setting him up on the stage and having him do what he's doing. And and it's just awful what they're doing. But they don't care because orange man bad, and we got to get the power back. We'll take a break. We'll come back. If you want to sound off on it or anything else, 210 599 You can call us right now, Where in Rima KTSA. So it is 8.14. I want to tell you what's going on with my friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. You know, the market goes up, the market goes down. And no matter what the market does, it is so, so important to make sure you have diversification in your portfolio. No matter what's happening to your job, you know, COVID has wiped out some jobs and some businesses and careers. Well, let me tell you something. You can have your own career and your own job and your own business investing in real estate. Here's what I want you to do right now. Log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. The Financial Freedom membership is usually 740 per year for a limited time. You get a two-year membership for only 297 when you use the promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. It's all about investing in real estate and making money every day. Log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com right now, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Your AccuWeather forecast today, intervals of clouds and sunshine, a thunderstorm in a few spots this afternoon, 89. Tonight's going to be clear. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant, less humid, 87. Sunday, breezy, pleasant, and 85. Tropical depression, 22, is out in the Gulf of Mexico. Monday and Tuesday could be wet. Tuesday is the first official day of spring. KTSA coverage of Your Voice, Your Vote 2020 is brought to you by Stevens Roofing. If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, 
I was telling some people over the weekend that over the weekend uh, I was reading election law. <laughs> it's like this is what I'm doing for my weekends. I'm reading election oh, law. Wow! Like yeah, <laughs> super exciting. Tear it up. But Trey. I do have some answers on. Yeah, I do have some answers on how this can play out if it goes beyond November third. We'll talk about that coming up. Let's get to the phone calls though. And line one, and Alex, you're on KTSA with Warren Rima. What's up, Alex? Hi, good morning. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Hope you guys both have a good weekend. You know, uh, Trey, I, I, I get a kick out of this mayor, and I've been watching him very closely and paying attention to his stupidness. He does have a uh, mass task force out there, and we had two incidents, probably three this past week, where you had all these idiots out there on Highway 90, 281, downtown, all doing their stupidness. Nobody had a mask. Where's that mask force? And then this young gentleman that just got deceased by the police officer made a stupid move with that gun. They showed everybody in the front yard, no social distancing, no mask. And that daughter, she threatened the city and the community by saying, if they think they saw a riot a couple months ago, they haven't seen nothing yet. That's a threat. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye-bye. You too, Big A. Thank, Thank you, man. man. Uh, <laughs> line two and William, you're here on. Go ahead, William. Hi there, Sean and Trey. Hey. Um, I got to um, make my excuse for Donald Trump because he's from New York. And you know what? I was picked out. I'm from New York. The guy said, you know what's from New York? He says, because New Yorkers like to talk. <laughs> That's the truth, right? And I'm from a... I lived to live on a farm upstate New York. My father was a Republican, and he, he didn't believe in charity. He was too proud. He was a proud American. I'm a proud American. I spent 24 years in the Air Force. I gave my life to my country. I wasn't even supposed to be in the military. They let me in. Good for you. Good for you, William. Thank you, man. Let's go to line three. And, uh, Michael, you're on KTSA. Go ahead, Mike. What's up? Yes, sir. I, I was just wanting to know. I'm 65 years old. I'm uh by myself, I'm very pro-military. I'm just wondering, where is exactly is the line in the sand before a revolution needs to start where we can have open season on liberals? Well, I don't like that idea at all. We don't, you know, uh, thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. I know that there are those out there online and in other forms of media that are tempting that and, and pushing that and talking about having a um, a civil war. You guys don't want that. You don't want a civil war in this country. Believe me, you don't. And so we have got to keep it to the ballot box as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, we, we had a revolution once in this country. God forbid we have to go back and do that. I think the second revolution was the Civil War. If you go back and you right. study the history of it, yeah. the second we revolution was the, was the Civil War. It was. So we got we, we to be we careful We don't want a Civil that, War. Man. We really do. <laughs> On top of everything else. No. Oh, a Civil War. No, no. We, don't, we don't want that. And I don't want open season on liberals or anything no, like that. I really no. just, we just want to get on and, and, and mm. all I want to do is live my life in peace and security and safety. And we need a president that is, is law and order to do that. So if this comes down to not having a president on November 3rd, and we're already being told we won't have a president on November 3rd, we got a bunch of different, uh, deadlines that vary, but mail-in ballots can come in until the 23rd of November. States have until uh. December 12th to certify. Then the Electoral College is going to vote for the electors on December 14th or thereabouts in the Electoral College. The one with at least 270 of the 538 wins the White House. But if there's no winner, then the Constitution rule of law comes into place. 
Twelfth Amendment then comes into place, and that's the House of Representatives electing the president, the Senate electing the vice president. It happened in 1825 with John Quincy Adams. It's not a straight vote because people would say, well, the Democrats would, would win because there's more Democrats than there are Republicans. But, with you, you know, you have 435 lawmakers. Instead, it's one state, one vote. As it stands right now, and this is an important thing for everybody to remember, 27 states currently have a majority Republican, 22 have a majority of Democrat, one state, one vote for president. The Congress will reconvene on January 6th of 21. If they haven't decided on a president by then, Republicans in the House would pick their candidate, and that's going to be Donald Trump. Democrats would supposedly go with with Joe Biden, but they don't have to. They're not stuck with him. They can bail at that time and, and choose Michelle and put her in there. Um, now the way it would play out is, like I said, one vote for one, uh, one state, but we talk a lot about presidents on this show and the presidential contest, and that's the highlight, that's the biggie, but I'm telling you, Sean, people need to be on their toes and vote the down ballot as well. Uh, you've right. got to make sure that the Republicans stay in, in, con- in, in, in charge of the Senate and take over the Congress. That has to happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm voting all ours. I mean, I, I don't care who knows it. That's precisely what I'm going to do. You know, this is a biggie. This is for all the marbles. And uh, uh, I, I feel bad now, in a sense, for all the years when I said, this is the most important election. This is a really big one, uh, because this one actually is. I feel like I was diluting that message all those years by saying that, which is almost a standard thing that folks say when election time comes around. But this one really is. This really is. You know, this election has to do with the direction this country takes, and we're not talking little turns, okay? We're either talking that America continues to be the nation that it is and was created to be based upon its founding documents, or we allow it to slip into the hands of the the bad guys, and I'm calling them the bad guys, who want to destroy this country. Because I am. I am at the point now where, in my mind at least, we are under attack. We're under attack by the Chinese, and we are under attack from within uh, by this this rabble of folks who who really just want to turn this whole thing into a into a Marxist state. I, I mean, I'm there. That's where my beliefs are, you know. And I'm not saying that to freak anybody out, but it, you know. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a tinfoil hat guy, and you know that. Everybody knows that if you listen to me for five minutes. But man, dude, we are we are under attack. This election is already under attack. Uh, the game plan is to stretch it out, just like you said. Uh, there's a lot of things they can make happen as a result of that. And and I'm, you know, this this is this is the biggie. <laughs> this, this really, well, we we actually will remember this one, you know, when we're when we're really really old people. So I, you know, I I, I whew, yeah, we got to get this one right, man. We have to get this one right. If the Democrats win November 3rd and Joe Biden becomes the pseudo-president, the American way of life is over. It's done. Yeah. Now, the Trump administration announced this morning that they are banning Americans from downloading TikTok and WeChat. Uh, it's going to ban Chinese-owned messaging and payment app WeChat, effective this Sunday. They're going to block new downloads, video-sharing app TikTok on Sunday. A broader ban of TikTok will be delayed until November 12th. 
with a takeover of this U.S. operation still in the works right now. The administration saying at the president's direction, we have taken significant action to combat China's malicious collection of American citizens' personal data. That's a great move. We'll talk about that after the bottom of the hour news with Lynn. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. The CDC director was correct that widespread use of a vaccine, hundreds of millions of people, will probably not happen until mid-next year. But the point that I want to emphasize is we could immunize 5 or 10% of the population and get 90% of the benefit. Yeah, go back to life. Uh, open up, Governor Abbott. Now, we were talking about Jeez. TikTok for the bottom of the hour, and the president, the administration, has banned Americans from downloading new versions of TikTok and uh, can't do commerce on WeChat because the Chinese are stealing your info. And if your children are on TikTok, they're stealing their info. It's not safe. Just last week, we had the story of the guy committing suicide live on on TikTok and kids watching it. This is the kind of crap that is out there, and you have to, have to, have to monitor it. Another story this morning, Sean, just this morning. TikTok users are reshaping their teeth with nail files. Uh, ow, and ow. Dentists, dentists are saying, what are you doing? You're stupid. But they're seeing it on TikTok. And so now kids, kids, little ones, little kids, are taking a nail file. And if they got, if they got uneven ah. teeth, they file their tooth down to, to where it's all straight. Doesn't, Stop it. Doesn't that, like, hurt? Uh. <laughs> Well, That's it hurts, but hurt. it also screws up your teeth for later. It destroys well, your yeah. teeth later in life. What's wrong uh, with you? But this is a, <laughs> it's the kind of stuff that's out there. You remember the whole thing about uh, eating iPods, or iPods, mm. eating uh, Tide Pods. And Tide if you pods. didn't yank your kids off at that point and get them off of this social media crap at that point, I mean, and, and so TikTok is full of that. So good on the president. Pine yeah. Soul is a, a, Pine Soul is effective against coronavirus. Ten minutes of pine saw and coronavirus dies. And finally, uh, Cracker Barrel is adding now alcohol, so you can go in and get your cracker and your barrel, and they will serve you a drink. So there you go. That, that just feels wrong. <laughs> it's a drink of Cracker <laughs> Barrel. Yeah, it's like drinking at your grandmother's house. It's just not right, man. Why would you want to get blast? Why would you get? A, why do you want to get a liquor buzz on a Cracker Barrel? You can't wait till you get out a Cracker Barrel for crying out loud. You can't finish your apple pie. And then go get some booze. <laughs> you gotta have it at Cracker. Oh, Trey. Hey, let's go party at the Cracker Barrel. You know they're serving the hey, liquor man, now. Let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go get us some some mashed potatoes and some yams and some booze. You know, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> well, not every place is gonna serve booze. You know, <laughs> fried chicken and mashed potatoes and green beans and bring me a big old shot of whiskey. That's probably I want some fried okra and some whiskey. <laughs> you know, come on, man. And you know why they're doing it. You know why. You know why. Well, you yeah, know why they're doing it. How do you get in and out of a store? How do you get in and out of a Cracker Barrel? How? You have to walk through their store. So look, mm. on the way in, right, you're just, you're hungry, you want to get to your table. You just want to get to the table, you want to sit down and eat, you're not stopping at the store. Right. But on the way out, you had one or two. <laughs> right? Man, I you really work. want this cheek, this keychain. I really want it. Exactly. I need this you buy got it. it. <laughs> what is that triangle it. piece of wood with the toy, the, the, the pegs that you... <laughs> 
Hey, man. That little table hey, game, you know, with the pegs. Hey, hey let's buy like four of those, okay? Because uh, we could great. It reminds me of my childhood, time. man. I really want to have one, man. I've never had that. And, and, oh, look, Cracker it's a metal. jack set. How long has it been since you've had the jack set, man? Look over there, bouncy ball oh. and all. I got it. Give me one. Oh, bumper sticker. Cracker just, barrel bumper sticker. Just, 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 oh, give me one now. Just eat your hash browns and sit down. You don't need a drink eating your hash browns. Just stop. <laughs> That's God, the plan. Man. No, I, I, I can't remember the last time I was in the Cracker Barrel. It just... It just makes me feel like a square. I don't know what it is. I just, I just oh, feel, I'm not trashing I it, man. Feel like, I'm not. Trashing. I'm not trashing Cracker Barrel. It's a great place. The food's great, but I just, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been to one in a very long time. Very long. Time. Um, we we have it because it's not convenient. But uh, every once in a while, Nancy will meet the, her family up in uh, San Marcos, and they'll do shopping right. up there. And uh, there's a Cracker Barrel up there that her mom likes to go to. So uh she, they were up there and she brought home uh the fried chicken breast dinner right. the, uh, I, and that was the best that, that seriously was the best chicken breast that i've ever had the it's best. great country cooking i mean it is it it's really is country cooking you go to the cracker barrel get yourself some country cooking and now you can get some uh-huh. some uh some uh, wash barrel gin along with it so there you go <laughs> You know what? If they want to keep the theme, they they got to serve moonshine. You know what I mean? That's what they got to do. If Cracker Barrel serve moonshine, then it would all kind of make sense. You know what I mean? Right out to still. (laughs) Have like a micro brew. Have your still right there, where people we got a still out back. Panic glass. You know, we we have a still out back. Come around the back of the store. Um, I I did want to throw this out here real quick. The San Antonio City Council passed the new new plan to fund the Edwards Aquifer Program. Um, It was a nine to two vote. And basically what they're going to do now is go into debt to protect the aquifer, whereas before, every four years, voters had to approve it. And now they're going to go into debt because it's my opinion that this workforce thing that Ron Nuremberg said, well, you're callous and inhumane if you don't believe in it. it to me, it's a special interest giveaway that they're going to be giving this money to people who can help them out politically in San Antonio. So in my view... Vote no on that and no on pre-K indoctrination in San Antonio. You got to turn out, guys. You, you, everybody always says, well, man, how did we get here? How did we get to this point? You've got a chance to make a difference. They're stealing the aquifer protection, uh, away from your control. They are going to drive this city into debt and debt and debt. And, Sean, they're going to destroy San Antonio and bury it under debt, not just this, but in a number of other ways. And we hear so much about the the hullabaloo that they're all raising today is, well, they actually increased the police budget. Well, they had to increase the police budget because it was in the contract. But right. you can bet, you can bet that after the next election in May, they're going to come back and come back with a scheme to, to cut the police budget. You can bet it. Oh, you Take know, it to the bank. It's because that's what good Democrats do. It's what good, good little Marxists do. They're all following according to the same plan. That just here in town, they got to wait a little. They got to ride it out for a little while longer. But you know, they, they, this, this they they would have San Antonio be Austin, Boulder, San Francisco. I mean, that's what they want. They want to turn the city, and they it, it's all about political ambition. They don't care about the city. I mean, I don't see how this city council and this mayor actually give a crap about the people of this town. Because if they if they did, they wouldn't do half the stuff they do. That's either anti business. Or uh, you know, uh, uh, causes your your rates to go up on this and that. I mean, it, I, it, they are they're, they're they're shameless, 
and they will continue down that path if we allow it. If you don't go out, go out and participate in city elections, we classically have really, really, really low voter turnout, and that's why we have what we have. And they count on it. <laughs> you know, in a sense, they count on a low voter turnout. That's what they're betting on uh, to stay in power. And, and we got to turn it around because, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You can't really complain about it when you're not really showing up to, to vote them out of, out of office. Well, coming up in November, you got a chance to vote no on the special interest giveaways, and you also have a chance to vote no on Nirenberg and Council in May of 2021. And that's what ultimately has to happen. This 10-year, $100 million plan relying now on borrowing money instead of taxes that were funded by the will of the people. This is now the city council who says, we don't care what your will is. We're going to do whatever we want to do. And folks of San Antonio, they're going to bankrupt you. Write it down. It's September 18th and uh, of this year of our Lord, and we are telling you right now, that they are going to bankrupt you. I've been calling this place San Frantonio because that's their dream. They're going to bankrupt it just like other liberal cities. Quick break with Warren Ryman. We'll wrap it up on the other side of the break. Listen, I, I just, you know, there's people that are here doing a great job every day, and Bridgehead IT is that company. I am so proud to be a spokesman for Bridgehead IT. You know what they do? They're an IT service company. They've been here for over 20 years. This is a professionally run organization with a big office and lots of great IT guys ready to support your current IT staff. If you have an IT staff, don't blow them out. Don't fire them. Bring in uh, Bridgehead IT. They can come alongside of them and help them. If, if you've got a fire department there, <laughs> you know your IT department is a fire department. They're just putting out fires all the time, but they can't be thinking about next year, five year, ten years down the road because they're putting out fires all the time. Bring in, Bridge, bring in Bridgehead IT, and they'll come alongside of your IT department, and they will help you move forward with your IT services at your place of business, taking care of your client list, taking care of your employee info. If your computers crash, they can come in and make sure that all that information information is protected. They do so much, and there's no contracts over at Bridgehead IT. Ready to help you, ready to help your company, ready to help out your IT department, or if you don't have an IT department, they're happy to be your IT department. BridgeheadIT.com and on the phone, 210-477- 